yeah, yeah. It's just it's just me, Jeremy, Amber, and Lil Jack Nicholson over there in the corner. <laughs> uh, yeah, you doing, man? That's not Jack Nicholson at all. <laughs> I don't, What's with the slick back hair, Daniel? It's not. It's not slick back. It's just the way. <laughs> it's it is. just it's, it's headphone slick. here, bro. That's what yeah. happens when you when you pod. Look, it's like a way of life. Wow. You conditioning, bro, or what? Yeah, conditioning. You're, yeah. Yeah. All right, well, Danny's. Yeah, it looks uh, good. You have a waft of hair. It is a waft. I still have it. The cul-de-sacs are, are here, though. I mean, they're happening. The cul-de-sacs uh, are in town? Are they I've opening got, for the I've squeeze-ons? Got, or? I've got two, two cul-de-sacs, and they're always doing construction on them. Keep well, pushing further back into the woods. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, Big that's what uh, young children do to you, Daniel. Um Gives you, uh, into the hair loss. <laughs> no, but hair loss. Uh, let's get the show started. Welcome to the Adventures of Danny and Mike. To my right, Mr. Danny Cambrelli. Kids push me in the woods. So what? <laughs> That's not true. And uh, some other direction, Mr. Michael C. Marona. If you think that was crazy. <laughs> and my name is Jeremy. Thank you so much for tuning in. Our guest for the entire hour, our LPN brethren. I think the term still fits. Uh, she's the co-host of The Brighter Side on LPN. And uh, you've seen her in stuff like True TV's Almost Genius, a whole bunch of stuff. Uh, she has a new podcast out on the last podcast network called Someplace Underneath. Ladies and gentlemen, Amber Nelson. Yay! Yay! <laughs> 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 Stadium tour. Yeah. Well, <laughs> welcome. Welcome. Thank you. Welcome. I'm manifesting cheers in my life because I want to go on tour soon when I get my second fax to so just get yeah. on stage immediately. Manifesting those screams. It's That's, time. It's, well, yeah. we, I can make a file for you and you could just have that. Uh, okay. our, our reaction, you know, anytime anything good happens. Manifesting uh, cheers in 2021. Yeah. <laughs> I just I, don't know. I hear uh, well the cheers. I'm I started thinking about the show Cheers. Oh, it's a great show. Manifesting yes. those cheers, and I was like, yes. Then I was like, oh yes. And then Cheers popped in. I was like, yes. Dan, That's do you think? Do you think there were any Homer Simpson indicators on the on the show Cheers? <laughs> the Actually, whole show, the whole show was a Homer Simpson indicator. The uh, uh, Cheers replica the just shut yeah. down in Boston. Yeah. Yeah, over the years, Amber, we kind of made this checklist, uh, or it's sort of like a criteria about sort of what's making your the dad into Homer's. It's a Homer Simpson indicator. Yeah. yeah so oh, yeah. It's, one mostly, it's, cheers. it's mostly about drinking, I guess, is what the uh, drinking, is what he's putting at. your hand down your pants when you watch TV. I do that. I double up usually. What? Yeah, he does. Two hands or two TVs or two couches. Yeah, but I don't do the front. No, no, no. I don't do the front. I do the sides. I do right under the flap, and I just have my hands there, and it's very warm and nice, which, and I can sit there and watch the shows. I, I'm, sorry, so, is sorry, I'm sorry. It sounds like you're talking about a brisket, Jeremy. When you no. say flap, I can't. You might want to uh, smoke, I'm talking you might short want to smoke flap, that for 12 hours. But. Yeah, the waistband. Just Ooh. right in there, just sort of double. There you go. Yeah, double, double. I mean, sometimes I'll sit and watch TV so long, I feel like a brisket. I feel like a slow roasted pile of meat, mm. salting mm. and brining in my own sweat. I'm brining. Definitely, this couch is brine aged. That's that sounds like a that sounds like Los Angeles most of the time and New York City in the summer. There you go. Yeah, people always think New York. They only think of the cold, but New York gets so hot. You could fry an egg on the side yeah. of the wall. Mm-hmm. It's hot. Yeah. 
Yeah, don't get it wrong, people. It sucks in the summer too. Let's don't, it, we don't. It doesn't just suck in the winter, you know. So don't come Iron, here, ironically. Okay? We yeah. don't want you here. <laughs> Stay away. Not at all. Actually, every year the third in a row, our last three guests have all been uh, Californians or, or who live in California now. Everybody's so. moving out of here. Yeah, just skateboarding, just skateboarding over yep. here. Everybody has a, gets a dog that can skateboard immediately when you show up. You're issued, uh, you're issued one, but Gavin Newsom does it in person. That's why the guy's so tired. Yeah, that's why. But you've been there with rose water. <laughs> Constantly, <laughs> yeah, just, just manifesting positive thoughts. That's a very LA way. Oh yeah, oh, I yeah, mean, big. think about it's such a it's such a metaphor. It's sort of the 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 faults in the continental plate kind of meeting there and the rifts happening. And so it's it's too heavy for me. It well, is I, can deal I, with it. I do believe that there is like fault lines and where they meet, there's like a spirituality in certain places like New Orleans. There's no other place like that in the world. Um, or Sedona. Have you been to Sedona? <laughs> mm, I've not it's been magical. to Arizona much of Arizona, but uh, definitely not at Sedona. Mm, no. We just, I just Great. did an episode. <laughs> it sounds magical. It is magical. Wait, what's it magical? It is. You just look is around it? the mountains. It's just something about it. Like, if I describe it, you're like, that's fucking dumb, you stupid bitch. But when but you're, you're there, there. <laughs> you're just like, whoa, this is amazing. That's what Joshua Tree does for me. That's Every time I go, it's just like, I feel like I'm on Mars and another planet. It's my favorite. I just call him Josh. We're on a first name basis. Yeah. I tried to grow a Joshua tree here, and that did not work at all. Uh, yeah, well, yeah, bro, know. because of the New York weather. Call back. <laughs> yeah. How is and it like, in New York? Or have a bunch of people left? And is it like what New York used to be? Like, have all the yuppies left? Ooh, you'd like we don't to get out of our house much. I don't know. I don't know anybody. Anybody it's weird, but right now. everybody who left like bought an additional apartment on their way. Everyone who was rich enough to leave bought an additional <laughs> apartment on their way out. So now they're cool. warehousing and hoarding them until they double in value and then they're going to sell them all. So it, it, nothing has changed in a lot of ways. In some ways, my landlord can't rent the place upstairs still for a month. Mm. Huh. But, Very cool. Yeah, it's, it's all over New York, though. I mean, my neighbor... I feel like all neighborhoods, but there's just a mass. There's been a mass exodus, obviously, and I'm. I'm I wonder if those people come back. I don't know. I mean, wonder, probably. Wonder. Yeah. There's a lot of people leaving California and going to Austin, Texas, and you know, no shame on Austin, but it's just like I'm not. Why? It's like a more dude centric kind of place. Very barbecue, very beer heavy, mm -hmm. and I'm like, you know, I hula hoop. I make rose water. I like meditation <laughs> music. You know, I like yoga. Oh, oh, I think Austin is known for all of that stuff and denim vests to boot. I think denim vests. I think you'd be just fine. Yeah, uh, I think we, when I went we there, looking for a change of Dan, place, though, you could just yeah, Dan do and that I loved it in Portland. Oh. You know, you can go, you know, that that's a, that's a is that more of a lateral move if you're going I LA think you're still Portland? in danger of a volcano there. Sorry. I'm going to just put my two cents in here. You're still <laughs> still a uh, ring of fire as far as I'm concerned, so. There you go. I was it's talking to my friend room. about places to move and he was just like, I don't know where to go. I need to move. And I'm like, you can go here. And he's like, earthquakes. They have earthquakes. And <laughs> yeah, I was like, oh, yeah, that's tsunamis. me. I'm that jerk. Sorry. It's like everywhere you go. <laughs> Fuck. Like, just pick a place. Yeah. Still earthquakes. Like, like, like Austin, when it snows real bad, you don't have power or fresh water for weeks. Yep. Oopsies. 
I blame Joe Rogan for all the Austin stuff for personally. Uh, oh, wow. Yeah. As soon as all those, yeah, uh, soon as all those Californians want to move there announced now. that they were moving over there, it's what happened. Mm. But that's really not an example of pe- people bringing California weather with them because if they would, it would have <laughs> been wildfires or something like that that Texas already has. True. Unless Valid. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> violent um have you ever read dante's uh circles of hell because the hell is uh cold it's very cold usually you think hell is being very fire brimstone but um it's cold it's snow it's icy which would make sense (laughs) you're bringing back memories of sophomore year of high school when i had to read dante's inferno (laughs) and i had to do a book report on it and i didn't read it What'd you so do? How was your whose, report? You- whose book report did you use? I didn't use a book report. I went to that sweet, sweet thing called uh, uh, Cliff Notes. Oh, and I wrote. They must I wrote have. They must entire, have known that I wrote my entire paper on Cliff Notes, and I got. They must a, have probably, seen that I didn't. I didn't do well. I think I got a. I think I passed. Maybe. I don't remember. I blocked it out. But <laughs> every time I hear Dante's, this would be me stuck in one of Dante's infernos. It would be this. That moment replaying over and over again. I did the uh, same book report three years in a row and didn't get caught, which Whoa. Uh, is a, which after is a being feat held in back elementary twice school is yeah. a real is a real accomplishment. So if you're looking for a little reader, check out the One-Eyed Cat from Paula Fox. <laughs> <laughs> well, a lot of people are graduating high school not even reading, so of course they didn't like you know remember. They just pass you on. That's what teachers do. You yes. think of yourself as a baton, Jeremy. No. And in your rod. People grab you at each end and then run yeah. with you. Yeah. And then after 100 yeah. yards, you're passed yeah. on, no matter what. After one complete circuit. Let's, let's put you, it that and way. And if you drop, you drop. <clears throat> uh, I don't think that's... Okay. That's sometimes you don't it. finish. Sometimes teams with you, you know, don't finish. All right. That's true. It's a valid point you make, but uh, I... Yeah. I wanted to uh, ask you, actually, Amber, about this uh, this new project you're doing. You want to talk about that a little bit? Called Someplace Underneath on the Last Podcast Network. Yeah. So Natalie Jean is the co-host and kind of the mastermind behind it. Uh, she approached me about it, but it's a podcast about missing women. And we talk about all kinds of women from different walks of life. I mean, we have a lot in the till right now. It's very exciting. Um, I mean, not for the missing people, but yeah, unfortunately, unfortunately, there's no (laughs) shortage of material. Yeah, (laughs) but there's um, there's like no real statistics on who's missing because sometimes if you'll do something like stupid as a teenager, like steal a candy bar from 7-Eleven, then you're now considered like a troubled teen. And so if you get kidnapped, you're just kind of written off as a runaway and nobody's really looking for you. That's crazy. You mean yeah. there have to be indicators for them to say, "Hey, they didn't want to go." Yeah, yeah. They were taking. They the, went unwilling. They went unwillingly. They went unwillingly. And some starts places, with candy bars, and then you know you're just going right to the truck stop to go. Well, that's. I, yeah. I, I mean, like that's interesting. You know, some people are missing, but maybe they're finding themselves. Maybe, but I feel like uh, we d- discussed it, and we said. 
they deserve to at least they if they want to say, hey, don't come find me, then after people find them, they can say that, you know. But other than that, we're going to talk about it. Like Shelly Miskovich, we're talking about her right now. She was just, you know, put on a boat, quote unquote, and um, no one's seen her. But they've kind of seen her a little bit in Big Bear. Maybe, you know, she oh, has really? like, There's, huh. has there been sightings? Yeah. And she has security year? around her at all times. I mean, she's like high up. She's high up in the system. So oh, there's like clear. sort of reports about it. And the way the Scientology works is there are buildings. You can't just go in them. You can't even go near them. Hmm. I mean, they look like high security prisons is what they look like. They're buying all the L.A. real estate out there. Yeah. Ugh. Yeah. I, I didn't know that there were sightings because... Um, I know that one of the, basically, you know, she was put on a boat, like you said, and then where the fuck is she for the last, however many years, but that's a whole, that's terrifying. That's terrifying that you can become indoctrinated like that through a. Oh yeah. Well, it was her whole life. And we get into like what their parents were like, what the, what the culture is like, like Mm. why would somebody be in this system? Oh, because they were raised this way from childhood. So of course this is like how you think this is how you are. Or you're just in, you're just in a, um. In a time in your life when you're vulnerable as well. There's not just, oh, yeah. it's, it's not just, you know, the, it's not just like Catholicism. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> and what a lot of like cults or sex traffickers or people that take you, what they do is they find the weak and vulnerable. Um, an example of like a sex trafficker is if you are in a park and someone comes up to you and they say, Hey, you look really good today. You look nice today. And if you were to say, Oh, thank you. That means that you have confidence and they'll leave you alone. But if you say something like, Oh, really? I, I guess my forehead's kind of big. My ankles are you know, not as sturdy today or whatever. Then they know like, oh, I can like get in there. And then they'll like, they'll start off as being a sort of a parental figure that you never had. They'll come in and they'll, you know, they'll take you to get manicures, get your hair done. They'll step in. They'll even offer you jobs. Schrodinger, Schrodinger's neg. Schrodinger's neg. (laughs) If, if you actually examine what they're saying, it's a neg. But if you just like, if you don't, it just passes through you like a particle. You know what I mean? If you don't even fucking think about it. Holy fuck. Yeah, you just gotta say thank you. Wow. And a lot of older women will be um, sex traffic, sex traffickers. Like they will approach people because usually you find, and we get into it in later episodes with uh, Ghislaine Maxwell, but um, she was a sex trafficker and, many times older women who have been in that sort of system for a while, that's all they know. So they just think, Oh, of course I go and I work for this man and I go get the girls for him. Oh uh, yeah. It was creepy as hell. I think that it in, it, we like to, uh, we like to talk about madams. We don't really talk about pimps the same way. I think in the, in the last whatever, 40, 50 years since the era of the pimp, you know, we, oh, there's we, always been pimps. That's what I mean. We, but oh, we don't. Yeah. We're, it's just like it's. We're just like okay, he's over there. But madams, we like to talk about. We like to play it up. We like to. Oh, that's a famous. You know, she. They have all the. They have all the numbers in the black book. You know that type of stuff. Like oh, that's yeah. in, that, in a that, place where know, they, it's very hard to show up. Someone like a pimp. Then you have the madam, and it's even like a bigger. Oh, not for a hater like, like me. <laughs> not to Danny. That shirt is so ugly a dog tried to kill it okay God. okay I'm gonna that's, work on that's this. poor Shane Hartline's brain so look Jer- you, I know if you, Jeremy uh, your shirt sucks too wow 
Andrew, fucking like baton. That. Remember <laughs> that. Amber, if you weren't so backlit, you'd be frontlit. Oh, <laughs> I got this thing to like light myself, Ooh, the yeah. Razor Kayo, but it doesn't work on my computer. And on the side of the book and on the website, it said all you need is a USB port and like a compatible system and like enough hard drive in your they files. Don't, they don't tell. They don't tell you that when they when it when they turn it on, it like turns you. It immediately drains your whole computer battery in one. Yeah, <laughs> one it just minute. like doesn't work. And then that and sucks. I contact them and like, didn't you know that this operating system isn't compatible? And I was like, no, put it on your box. It doesn't work for Mac. Really? Kind of, that would well, kind it doesn't of a work big, for Mac. Kind Ugh. of a big deal, Keo. Yeah. <laughs> You're really, really trying to grab that niche market, huh? <laughs> uh, I think, I, I think, gosh, uh, letting you in on a little secret. Uh, everyone considers themselves like a proper person should have a ring light. That's what I'm getting. That's what I'm hearing. You know what I mean? Ring lights are huge. Yeah. They are look huge, at Jeremy's. Look at Jeremy's like eyes. Right, look at Jeremy's lights. eyes right now. He's in an animation. Look at Jeremy's eyes. Look at that. Uh, I don't have rings. Dun, dun, I don't dun, have dun, any dun, ring dun, lights, the, unfortunately. For the non-Patreon listener, this is the most boring part of your podcast. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> just what? a little. Would, oh, just just a little shop talk. What? I just you know, lights. I like avoid Danny's the Rilo eyes like or my, whatever. You like my lighting? My, I feel like I'm backlit because I'm in my bedroom because it's all yeah, but I'm at least getting, I'm at least getting something, you know, from this side oh. from you, from you. Yeah, we haven't perfected the. Uh, with the video portions of this. But you know what? That's <laughs> okay. <laughs> for the listener, for the listener, Amber's taking it to the extreme. <laughs> yeah, finding to, finding like, her best friend. Right right yeah. No, it's in, and for the for the Perfect. listener, Mike. There's there's nothing wrong with it. everybody's light's beautiful. Okay? With peace, love, and understanding. Individual light is beautiful, but please, no more letters. No hmm. more letters. Okay. What does that mean? If you've got a problem with anybody's lighting, let us know at 347-470-8150, the Danny and Mike hotline. Um, there you go. Amber, I don't know if yeah, you have we'll, a we'll hotline accept. on your podcast, but uh, yeah, we'll I highly advice. recommend it. I mean, I guess I could do this. Oh, so cool. Ooh. Is that better? That That's why you it's should move so to California, people. so distracting. With, there's like so much stuff behind you now. There's too many uh, awards. What is that, if, a you if you could just look away from the, the, the awards, I think it would be better. <laughs> Those are old awards, but I keep them just to remind myself everything's okay <laughs> when I'm having a bad day. It's just there's too many. I, 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 I'm I'm walled in by them. Gosh. Yeah, I won those awards like Amber ten years was ago. A great Amber. Yeah. <laughs> yes. I do that too. It's a it's it's a good way to be. It keeps you honest. Meanwhile, Jeremy's camera is set up perfect for just. Non-top, non-stop spit take montage just like coffee yeah. after coffee after coffee yeah if i could yeah do the do the old look and looky spit take like yeah, yeah. producer yeah. producer in the Again, studio horrible spit content take. for a podcast guys do you want to know something that i haven't told anybody yet? Well, i guess i told jeremy earlier today but i'm on my uh second day of just drinking juice because i decided a year of being in quarantine and being terrible to my body meant that i should kind of detox a little bit there you go so five five days eating clean and two days eating uh nothing at all just That's drinking great. so i'm feeling a little funky so i just in case anyone you know it's a good idea to do but then also you think about i have a child that's just under two and uncle uh, funky bottoms. and i and i need i need uh caloric energy intake and i'm not i'm not necessarily getting it 
Just so take the I energy from your child. I pass out. <laughs> I, I can all, the doctor says I'm only allowed to suck his blood twice a week. Any more than that, it could be problematic for the baby. Mm. I don't want to. I'm literally, after we like hang up after this, I'm doing a, my cooking show. And um, I'm doing a thing on detox. Oh, really? <laughs> I was just going to be cooking babies. The, Sorry. For the uh, broth <laughs> comment from earlier, yeah. I, I was checking to see if she had any hard outs or anything, and she her response was, I'm making broth. So mm, there you go. Bone, some good old bone broth? Some vegetable broth. Oh, that, even, that's better. even better. Even better. Yeah, I can't. Yeah, there's no no meat in this. That's, that's what is sure. this? What is this? This 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 detoxing cleanse. This is no nothing. What are you and how uh, long cooking? Does it go on for? I don't know. Or is that a spoiler? Days, alert? Another two days of juicing and then like eating clean for another couple of days. What is, is it, it the cayenne? Is it the cayenne lemon juice thing? No, I no, but I drink I drink lemon juice, cayenne, uh, pepper, and uh, turmeric every day. There you I go. Put every it in a big day. Cup of water. I drink it every day in the morning. It's the first thing I drink in the morning. Hmm. Once you pour After. some oil while you're at it, you sick freak. I do that too. <laughs> I'm saying, just you belong in Austin. This is what I've been trying to say. No, Meet us no, in Austin, bro. Meet us in Austin. Meet us in Austin. No, I just have some torchy. Look, I'm just trying to get my my mind and my brain right. And yeah, I actually knew that Amber was doing that, so I just was trying to bring it all together here into the podcast. Yeah. <laughs> so what's the? Uh, I do think that when you like evaluate yourself, um, your thoughts and emotions is kind of what a lot of the world thinks. Like the other day I was like, I want to go out and drink. I'm itching to do something crazy. And then like the Florida spring break videos happened the next day. And I was like, ah, so did everyone else. <laughs> yeah. Old uh, Panama City. That's a, yeah. Well, you know, I guess it is like a, like a, an, a year marker is like a pretty intense thing to think about. Like what you did for the year being like nothing in terms of work or like, how badly you treated your body, not thinking about it, because you're like, oh, fuck mm. it. Like, oh. mm. It's like the first month, first oh. month in quarantine is like buy a bunch of whiskey and like drink mm. it every day, just being like, ah, oh, this would be like a month, like whatever. And then like you get to like the six month marker, and you're like, am I still doing this? It's like, oh, maybe a little bit. Oh yeah, I took to the year, year off, man. Like, I didn't even give a shit. I'm I'm still on my whatever I see uh, kick, but. Eat whatever you see. He doesn't eat meat, Amber. So I don't eat meat. Weird. Yeah, I haven't eaten so meat. So you don't see meat. You don't even look at it. No, I can't. Yeah, exactly. Can't. He, has a, like, uh, he has a rare condition where he's unable mm -hmm. to see fish. You, you it's, know. Fish, it's fish blindness. It's basically those glasses from They Live, uh, where you uh, or V, whatever one of those alien shows were. Yeah, where but just you put anything the with on, cholesterol yeah. is invisible to him for some yeah. reason. I've uh, spotlit eternal sunshine meat out of my brain. <laughs> no more. It, it's tough. It's tough to make that into a verb. We got to work on that some more. It's pretty the eternal sunshine. Yeah. Yeah. No. 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 I, I'm of a big fan of making verbs out of everything. Um, or the or vice versa. Huh? Yeah. Fair. Yeah. This has been another deep-hearted conversation with Michael C. Morona. It's Mike's verb what, corner. Like you don't like you don't make verbs out of things. Yeah, dude. I I I say if I'm making a right, I bust a Reggie. A Reggie, no, a Reggie <laughs> Noble. That's that's red man to the 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 normal person person. Poison. Listen, I'm telling you, something's a little funky. Like, I think, like, today is the day where my body is like, something's different. Maybe that lemon juice fermented. Is this, this day is, three? This is day five. Wow. Oh, wow. 
And yeah. So I day yeah, your two, body's day getting all ju- day two of juices. Yeah. Are you um just peeing and pooing all the time? Because that's what detoxing does. Of, yeah, a lot of pee pee, a lot of poo poo. For the listener, uh, there is no pee pee or poo poo happening on screen. And, no, uh, we can't see no, the bottom no, part. And this no, is a rare, no. this is a rare uh, podcast of ours that uh, Alfie has not showed up. That's what I'm saying. That's why I have. I we the new way is I'm going to be backlit because it's you know I. I Nap time in the the window in the bed. Nap time. It's five. It's damn near six o'clock at night. It's what night time. It? It's about to be nighttime. Nighttime is the right time, but not for a while. And, That's uh, true. I'm just saying, kids are unpredictable. What does that have to do with your beautiful lighting? Just you're isolated from your family. Yeah, because my our bedroom is the only one that has the the locks on the door now. <laughs> so this has become <laughs> this has become like the nine to five for my wife. And if I have to come in here and podcast and do that, we switch out. Wake up, lock myself in the bedroom, go to work. Yeah. And now, and yeah, and the baby's old enough now. Like he, he's like, he says knock, knock on the door when he wants to get mom out. And he goes knock, knock. And he knocks on the door. And if he doesn't, she doesn't get him quickly, he starts yelling. And then I have to grab him and go, mommy's still working. And he's like, the three words that he says, he's like, fuck you, dad. And I'm like, oh, it's not nice. Those aren't the three words he Harsh. says. He does. He says, he says fuck no, he, you, dad. No, he does well, not. Because I take him away from his mom all the time. Because she's Yeah, she's but he doesn't say fuck working. you, dad. If he does, I want you to get it on <laughs> I want you to get it on video if that's what he says. And you can find that video that. on patreon.com yeah. slash Danny and Mike. That's right. That's right. If you uh, want to tell Danny fuck you, dad, just uh, let us know at 347-470-8150. Amber, you am, am I I hope I'm remembering this right. Did you make yourself a, a, a vegan Caesar salad? I made a Caesar salad, but it's got um, anchovies. But it had anchovies so it in it. Yeah, yeah. Anchovies are great, though. They're, I, I mean, love I, anchovies. I like anchovies. They're very good. Oh, thanks, Jeremy. I, mean, I just remember three watching of, that video. Three out of four people interested. agree. Although, I'm, sorry, you just say I'm just saying I was interested in it because I, I like myself a good Caesar salad. I was only mm. thinking vegan because I'm eating like this right now. I was like, oh, maybe I can go back and make amber. Oh, and there's anchovies. So I just say, fuck it. I am- and an egg. is raw egg and Caesar salad. But oh, you guess whip, what? whip, whip, well, you so know it cooks it. That's what I'm going to do when I break it. When I'm finally off this thing, I'm going right into anchovies and eggs. Yeah, really? they're good for you. It's got oils yeah. and yeah. Yeah, you Omega sound like, threes, a, like, a, like, a, like a cat that needs to recover. Anchovies and eggs, it sounds like that. <laughs> You know, we'll get you a nice glossy ah, coat real soon, Dan. Yeah, I had exactly. too much catnip last night. Yeah. I need, yeah. I need, that's their hangover cure. It's just oh, anchovies, God, anchovies and, and eggs. And, yeah, <laughs> just give me anchovies and eggs and leave the carton. Somebody uh, I saw rolled a joint with catnip and uh, just gave the cat the whole joint. And so the cat was just walking around with the <laughs> with the catnip joint out of his mouth, which I thought I don't was. believe. I don't believe. You. Well, I'm gonna have to send you the video so you maybe you can recreate it with your kitties. Isn't you know it know great I mean? not being on Instagram? <laughs> I fucking love this. I could. Everybody's just like, oh, this. That? I was like, no, I don't think so. It didn't. Are you not for on me. Instagram? Thank you. Thank you for noticing. Has, I appreciate. Has, I appreciate he, that. He has an Instagram. We started an account. But it's stuff. Zero posts. But he doesn't. Do he doesn't. He doesn't subscribe. Yeah, that's. I don't know about. I don't know about it. If I do. Have yeah, there's that. a Michael C. Marona on Instagram. There is not. <laughs> there, okay. There, there is. I actually. know you guys told me you made one, but it, I still think it's gross. <laughs> I um. 
I was bringing up the catnip thing because yeah. I don't know if you uh, uh, heard today, but this is big news in New York, Amber, that um, that they reached. Uh, they are almost at the point of reaching a deal for legalizing medicinal marijuana or uh, recreational marijuana in New York, That's which is a great. huge day. I think I'd rather get they the shots. They should let people out of prison. Uh, well, let people so out of the prison. Here's the, yeah, yeah, the great thing about that. Yeah, is a, is a lot of the the um, a lot of the things they're building into this is going to go towards things that the war on drugs have negatively affected, which is what every single state I think should be doing. But um, and maybe they some do. I don't I don't know. But but yeah, so that's part of the thing is like they're going to go um, give back to communities that were hurt the worst, I guess, by the stupid fucking war on drugs. Are they going to give the weed back is my question. <laughs> You know, because, you know, they always have those like big busts where they're just it's just like proud fishermen standing in front of it. Yeah, we're cops. We get all this weed and they love to spread it out and the baggies and stuff like that. Are they going to give it back? Mm. Yeah, they're going to smoke it. it. Yeah, that's been smoked. It also feels like it feels like this was in like Cuomo's back pocket. Like this is like his contingency plan. If everything goes wrong the way it's happening right now, they're like, oh, shit. uh, uh, Yeah, 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 no, no, we'll give him, we'll give him recreational marijuana. That's a good idea. You don't think he's already, you don't think he's already hit the emergency, like break glass, (laughs) hit, hit button a few times already. I don't know know. how many tricks he, I don't know many, how many tricks he has left to distract. I think the, I think the hope at this point is to just draw things out and draw them out until I don't know what. Fades away. Yep. Or he fades away. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. We, we, we taught. Yeah. I like to keep. The- I told you I want Al Pacino to play him in prison. I've been saying this. So go back in, and check the record. In prison? Yeah. It's going to be like a, you know, biopic of him looking back on the shit that he did in his time. I had already, I had just two hands. I had his already, pants. Do you yeah. get, do you get to the point where he's at the tattoo place getting his nipple rings? What? I would like to see Al Pacino sitting in a tattoo parlor no, 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 getting no. nipple see, that's, rings. Did Cuomo have? Does Cuomo have nipple rings? That's yeah, the people rumor. People suspect that he has nipple rings. Yeah, see, this, is photogra- we've, this is what we've lost over the last. This is what yeah. we've lost over the last year. It's it's really a it's really a tragedy if you think about it. In, well, in that's how he would get his support back if he just said, "Yeah, I have nipple rings." I think he would what just like, Im- yeah. immediately people would like like him again. He would bounce back. So um, I'm going to show you, uh, Amber, the photo that don't. was. Oh, yeah. It's, don't I, show ever. Don't show us. No, it's important. It's, yeah, it's very it's important, important. Part of history from last year that you missed. So uh, oh, here, yeah, that's here, a nipple ring. Here we see. Yeah. yeah. It's Which certainly one? not a microphone. Could be. It's uh, two barbells. How do you know? Uh, I also use them. While I have five minutes to maintain my hand strength. To lift. I don't think that was even the good one. But yeah, there's there's several images that came out that uh, that outed him as a freak. No, just kidding. It's not a freak. You can have nipple rings. It's fine. Who cares? It's just weird to see anybody the governor can. of New York anybody have nipple can. rings. What's- Governors, mayors. Don't yeah. you think – do you think we've already had a mayor in New York with a nipple ring or no way? And that should be – Kind of a you know a way to break through for the next mayor possibly. The first Cuomo and does had- Andrew Yang have nipple rings? Is that what you're asking? Uh, I mean, it, he's he's already shown that he panders a lot, so if they, I could not put it past him to go get a nipple ring live you know live streaming somewhere in order That's to great. 
Yeah. Well, a lot of these like powerful dudes, they um like the guys that like law, you know, lawyers or whatever, they like yell at you do what I gotta do. On their lunch break, they go to see Dominatrix. So it wouldn't surprise me that if like a powerful man liked like Cuomo, like had nipple rings and like getting spanked. That would be the icing on the cake of this whole sex scandal is if he that was his lunch breaks, he would just go get whipped a little bit just to uh, even it out. You know what I mean? <laughs> just so <laughs> my hand is totally dealt. Exactly. Yeah, I, I don't know. With I think it's just blow. I think it's just sad. It's sad how often it happens. It's sad that it happens in, you know, the most powerful office in New York. It's sad that it sucks wherever the fuck it happens. Mm-hmm. And when you have somebody who is the chief executive of the entire state, there's no way that everyone that they're interacting with, they can't affect their employment. And so they're, it's really easy to put them in a difficult position. It's really easy. And obviously this guy didn't get a shot. Oh, was that a... Yeah, I don't no, know. We, we, we've had problems with Cuomo on the show for a long time prior to, <laughs> prior to everybody saying, oh, God, he just is so, he speaks so well. He's really telling it like it is and making us feel good because our president is so stupid. This guy's so good. Maybe he should run for president. Imagine that. Think- Imagine if that, was, that was almost happened. Everybody gets Who do you think rings. would be the, the next uh, governor of California? Oh yeah, how's your? Do you do you pay attention to that stuff, Amber? Like the? Uh, do you think Newsom it's time for another movie? Star the, is my the California oh, you're politics. Sorry, me. I was like waiting for other people to reply. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. I follow some of it. I mean, you know, Newsom was like he told because I work in the restaurant industry or have mm. for a long time, and like restaurants had to close down, but then his winery did not, and then he was photographed inside the French Laundry. Um, it's a shame that like a lot of small local businesses were really targeted and not big companies. Also, God, what are the shitty thing he did? Like a big part of COVID, the unhoused situation is really bad in California, especially in Hollywood. I mean, we have communities of people just living in tents Mm. and that I think is where the COVID is because you can't wash your hands. Everybody's on top of each other. Um, that's that it's like ripe, you know, it's not at the local bar, right? I mean, maybe wear a mask mandate when you stand up and like have a fewer people in there, but they don't want to like fix the unhoused problem. They just keep going. Like they went into Echo Park and then just busted everybody up. There was a big protest saying, don't do that. Cause where are they going to go? Yeah. They never think about where they're going to go. They're just like, get out of here. Get out. Yeah. Either. Yeah. I think Bloomberg used to give people bus tickets anywhere as long as it was outside of New York City. Yeah. Is that true? I think. Oh, wow. I, think that's I, mean, what Bloom, I think that's what Bloomberg used to do. People when had... We um, li- oh, sorry. I sorry. was speaking to a guy who was uh, panhandling and he's like, yeah, I was in Kansas and I got a bus ticket to come here. So they get bus tickets to come to California. Yeah. Really? Sure. Yeah, yeah. All over. Yeah. yeah. Why Why not? Because go there. Weather's when we warm. Were living in, uh, when we were living, living in Venice, JB, we... That right on the other side, so it's like Santa Monica and Venice border. So Santa Monica has its own thing, like, you know, and Venice is back to LAPD, LA County. So the one block where this tent city was set up, like every Saturday, the LAPD would come in, push everything out, throw all their stuff out with like a big like drive-by dumpster and like throw everything in it. 
And then a day later, it would come back and nobody would do anything for a whole week. It would get all set up again and they just it's just like on repeat. It's like, no, exactly what you said. Like, there's no like, there's no and then to this to their solution it's just like ah you know we're gonna we every couple days we'll just it's like alternate side of the street parking with humans it's just like ah well tuesday and friday we're gonna make sure the street's clean and then they just come right back oh yeah and there's so many laws in la that make it very difficult to find a place i mean i was like couch surfing for six months and i had a job i had decent credit but it was unless you have a 700 credit score no one will even let you see an apartment Mm. You can't even look at an apartment. Yeah. And then there's so many, there's background checks. There's a lot of paperwork that goes involved for like anywhere to live. And the rent is so high and the people getting like their jobs closing down. Mm -hmm. So yeah, it's just like multiplied. I hoped, I hoped COVID would pop that bubble both here and here and there. You know what I mean? Like just force people to, to 500,000 people died. No, I know. My point is like, I would have thought that would maybe force people to uh, to do that, but I don't. I don't know. I don't. I don't know. It's just a weird thing because going out to L.A., we we used to travel out there all the time and shoot. Uh, well, back in when we originally met, which was on Roundtable, I think a long time ago. We Man Boobs uh, was a guest. Um, what was that like? Ten years, eight years ago. But uh, so we would go out to L.A. all the time and shoot stuff, and then in a matter of two years, it just changed to these tent cities. Downtown is. I remember we went yeah, to a bar downtown. downtown. Yeah. We went to a bar yeah. downtown and it's just like you walk out the door and it looks like a tent sit tent apocalypse. village, tent city, whatever. Yes, apocalypse. Yeah. I walked through Skid Row one time by accident. That was that was Oops. and I'm pretty like capable of handling myself, like with how I walk. You know, I I don't mind my I, I mind my business. I don't smoke cigarettes when I'm walking. I don't look at my phone. I keep my head down, but I was just like, this is dangerous i mean people are like screaming in the middle of the street mm. someone's just naked walking in the middle of the streets like you hear guns pop off i was like this is a no for me cheap rent <laughs> cheap rent <laughs> yeah yeah no it's yeah it's crazy it's uh i i wish that uh, there was more forward thinkers and and uh could could figure out a way maybe to take these huge uh fifa football stadiums and just make them fucking homeless places i don't know i'm just spitballing but I just think, yeah, there needs to be some sort of solution. Otherwise, what the something? What, yeah, what's going to well, happen? Well, it's a lot of um, like undiagnosed mental illness and a lot of like childhood trauma mm. that hasn't been spoken about. That people like push down, push down with a lot of drug use. I mean, if you were like molested as a child and, you, and then you kicked out of your house, like of course you're going to like turn to drugs yeah. to like just numb the pain Absolutely. and forget. Yeah. But there's not a whole lot of like. I mean, there are some programs there. Like, you have to reach out to them. And um, a lot of the like drug rehabilitation centers like um, AA is very Christian based, which is fine, but that shouldn't be your only option because they like make you find a God. And a lot of them like with alcohol, you can't quit cold turkey. Uh, You will die. Your body needs the sugar. It needs the alcohol slowly back down. And um, a lot of some of these places, they just um, make you quit cold turkey. You can't do that. Yeah, that's crazy too. Yeah, I always wonder about that. The 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 uh, I keep wanting to say triple A. That's a different thing. The AA uh, <laughs> where drunks pick you up on yeah. the side of the road and take you home. Hey, we could merge them. You know what I mean? Five A. <laughs> no, but I yeah, I always wonder that. I I don't. Uh, 
there has to be some sort of other route. I mean, I'm, I'm, I've never been a huge uh, churchgoer. I don't know about you guys, Danny and Mike, but I kind of know. But um, I just think organized religion is kind of bullshit and, and a money grab. But there has to be some other way for people, uh, mass amounts of people to get help. Even me, when I was looking for mental health, when I was really, really depressed and down, you know, just feeling horrible for years and years, uh, it took me. And look at him now. He's side flapping. No, but uh, it, 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 the process of getting mental health care was miserable. To the point of like, if I were holy shit, it makes you want. If you didn't want to kill yourself before, you definitely do. If you definitely want to after, it it, just jumping through hoops, finding somebody who fucking takes your insurance. Then if you're working, if you do have a job, if you can't afford it, if you, if you do have a job and you're scared to take time off to ask for it because that's the only time that their office hours are. It's a mess. It and you sucks. have to be really careful with who you divulge your secrets to because I'm sure go. there's people that can like give you some bad advice, you know? Yeah, that's that's it's, it's sad too to think that like when you want to get that good, that good help, whether it be, you know, alcohol, drugs or mental health, like it's all just private and very expensive mm-hmm. it's, i don't <laughs> understand it's like, yeah. it's like well, it's like ah uh, just like well, can you afford to get better? well i mean there can are pub- there are public health there are public health programs and the yeah the, but they're not- and but the mental health part portion of that like amber's talking about it's just been completely dismantled and you don't really see the support that people need well i i think i i told uh that amber this is going to this is not uh, relevant to, to anything, but uh, I had oh, a, a moment. Oh, a non sequitur. Well, it is relevant to the meta. The, it's a med update, basically. We do med updates sometimes. Michael and I oh, yeah, had both yeah, went on meds good. and was feeling better. And that's so we, fine. But this med update. I uh, went back off my meds just so everyone. That's true. Uh, we're going to work on that, though. The uh, <laughs> You and I. No, I had a I had about a week ago, a week and a half ago. So I I my dad uh, was an alcoholic. Had left the I'm a, he was divorced my mom twice. That she married him twice for some reason. Um, he's a fine guy. He just can't commit to things. And so I uh, in in my my sort of uh, trying to get help with the you know the depression and sort of stuff like that. I. Um, all I really wanted, you know, is sort of my father to like say, hey, what are you doing? You know what I mean? I never had that. I never had somebody to be like, hey, you know, up until about 14 it was. And then after that, it was like, I haven't gotten any anything really other than, you know, a random phone call here and there or something if I call. But he just called the other night just to talk. And we talked for 30 minutes. And it's the first time probably in 15 years he's ever called me. All right, JB. And I, wow. I, I literally hung up the phone and I was shaking and I cried Way to go, JB. my eyes out. For about right, 20 man. minutes, just laid That's on the couch, great. face down, crying my eyes out because and so that this is to all those because we've gotten a lot of people, a lot of feedback saying, hey, thank you for talking about that, bringing it up, keeping it uh, in the conversation, because a lot of times, obviously, it's not it's not easy to get. But um, so that was a big moment. I wanted to share that to everybody that uh, getting seeking help is a very positive thing. And uh, regardless of what your view on meds is. um I think it's uh, very important to get it out there and talk about it and ask for help. So there's an update for you. There's a very uh, happy update. Yep. But it's also the first time I've cried in about 20 years. So, uh, oh, you need to cry. It's like coming for your spirit. Yeah. Is it coming for your spirit? But that's not, it's I'm coming for your spirit. I'm the devil. (laughs) Amber, Amber. Four nights ago, my son decided to wake up at one o'clock in the morning 
and scream for like three hours because he wanted milk in the middle of the night and we're not giving it to him and whatever. Oh what do you mean we? Get- what do you mean we? You ain't got nothing to do uh, with it. No, I well, I have to bring him to her. He screamed for a. Uh, in my face for about like three minutes, like a blood curdling scream that broke me. And I oh. came in and I was like, I can't, I, you have to, you have to suckle him right now. And I lied in bed and I cried because he like broke me down. Oh. And that was, I was going to say the same thing. It was like the first time I've cried in like a lo- very long time. And I was just like, yeah, it's like the middle of the night. We're not sleeping so good. So it's like, you just, I don't know. I just had that moment oh. where I like kind of snapped. I was like, Oh my God. Like, Wow. Well, of, at least uh, you have like a two parents, you know, can you imagine like one parent dealing with that? No, no. I think about that all the time. I think about single parents and, and, and how they go about doing that. And it sucks. I, couldn't, I could not. Uh, yeah. Yeah. It's, it's. Oh yeah. We have it's one It's insane. Here. Not have any help. Yeah. yeah. Michael C. But I mean, you, but you're, I mean, you have, you guys split time. That's and Share true. time. Not that it's different, but like you're still in that time. It's just you. So it is, it is the same thing. Insane. Give you a give you give you a quick example. Um, like I don't want my son to wet the bed. He's done with diapers, and I just don't want him to be in the bed. So we taught him, wake up and tell us you got to pee, and you know we'll take you to the bathroom. Okay, you know it's not good to lie there and wet the bed. Yeah, we figured out. Uh, he woke me up to pee like. Five, three o'clock in the morning on a Saturday night, Sunday morning. And because we were up, we caught all this water gushing down out of my bathroom ceiling from my neighbor's clogged toilet upstairs. Oh. Oh. And, we, and we caught it in a bucket. It was great. It was, it was no big. See, yeah, this is what happens up, when you don't. <laughs> no, Somebody peed the bed if, upstairs. If he had, you better listen had, to your body or else some, some shitty poopy water is going to come yeah. down from the ceiling and catch I you. I just, you know, it would have been it would have been awful to uh, to get up and just find all this shit all over the floor and just been like, what the happened? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I, I don't know. If Thank you, diapers. Bedwetting is such a <laughs> this, weird. This moment brought to you by, by diapers and lack thereof. I know uh, uh, somebody who had that happen, but it was a uh, an adult lady who uh, drank too much and would just hang, you know, stay over the night and then wake up and be surrounded by urine because uh, she drank too much. But uh, that's a whole oh, different that's thing. Sad. Yeah, I remember in college, my dorm roommate, she would like wake up after we had partied. She'd wake up and be like, "I gotta go pee. I'm in the bathroom," and would just like get up in the middle of the room and then squat and piss in the middle of the floor. <laughs> Yeah, Oops. I was like, Jennifer, you can't be doing this. Oh, where did you go to school? This is the LSU. Okay, yeah. okay, okay. Big party school. Right. You were just saying how a lot of things meet in New Orleans, and it's just, but you're in Baton Rouge. Is that where that is? In Baton where, Rouge, yeah, yeah. Yeah, LSU is in Baton Rouge. Yeah, big old party school, which I think college, like, I mean, but granted, I didn't go for like law or like to be a doctor or pre med or whatever. I'm sure they have great programs, but like. You, are, you're talking about the dominatrix professions. Yeah, the dominatrix professions. The, 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 the dominatrix class, which is those who go to get dominatrices, dominatrices yeah. at lunch. Yeah, yeah, yeah the important roles. Um, which, LSU, which LSU has, right? Oh, I'm sure. I'm sure they have like great programs. I don't know. I um, I literally just took the easiest <laughs> classes I could. Yeah. I went to because I got on scholarship and like a lot of classes I couldn't 
because I was raised very like fundamentalist Christian. I thought the earth was around for like 7,000 years. So of course, if you put me in a biology class, I'm going to be like way behind on everybody else. So I was just like, fuck it. I'm going to go to a community college and uh, where they just hold up a picture of a cat and they're like, this is a cat. And I was like, all right, great. And then transferred my credits right on over. Amazing. That's how you do it. And that's how you do it. Cat credits. I like that. My, my only uh, experience there was Shreveport, Louisiana. Do you know that hellhole? Oh, I like Shreveport. You like that place? Yeah. Oh, I like it. Really? You didn't like it? It's like we called it the armpit of America. It was just a lot of, uh, lot, lot of film shot there because of, of the old... Uh, tax uh incentive yeah. oh yeah but uh we st- hey, uh you you said you said that was the armpit of the country i appreciate that as someone who grew up in new yeah, jersey I was say, yeah, he's, he's that, like that, finally, that, finally. someone's taking like, the, someone's taking a cover heard, from new church in new yeah, jersey yeah yeah thanks shreveport for taking the hit shreveport <laughs> was the uh uh they have the uh the boats in the water that you can go gamble on you know you can't do yeah. it on land unfortunately i don't think but you can do it right on the river or maybe you can maybe they maybe it's different now but uh, yeah, we just they have sunspots. Yeah, it was uh, our hotel was facing a Waffle House in uh, a Speedway gas station, so it was it's one of those deals where uh, wasn't the best time. You're but you guys that to LSU in like last the, time we were yeah. on tour, you guys tried to stop me from going to Waffle House more than once. No, I will. Well, once I don't know how you feel, Amber, but Waffle House once probably every in a while is fine but back to back doing bang bangs of waffle house is not a great idea um, oh i could do bang bangs i, I once really, got yeah. food poisoning at waffle house i went back the next day I didn't really? this. hey well, i just found out that jeremy's parents were married twice so this is that's true i mean this is revel this is revelatory stuff here <laughs> everything good happens at waffle house i mean at least or at least twice yeah. right if it's that was not our, that's the jam man that that waffle late night waffle house after drinking a bunch sobering up a little oh they regretting it I'm, later. I, we're always hap- happy to eat Waffle yeah. House. I was on tour once with this guy, Richard Lloyd, who played in like a 70s punk rock band or post-punk band called Television. And we went to a Waffle House and he <laughs> sat there and he talked to the woman for like 45 minutes who was making the food. He went up to the counter and then he asked about a job and then he got a fucking application for the job and then he got a hat. And Before, he brought the hat back into the van with us. It was like, really, I don't really know. It's like, maybe once sometime in my life, like, it's going to happen. I figured at least, I, like, he's crazy, but he, the way he was, his, uh, he was actually being smart. He was that like, is the first good thing this. you said about Richard Lloyd. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's such a good story. <laughs> I don't know what something could happen to me. So I gotta, I'll just take it and I'll keep this with me. And he put that- the hat on and he... We fucking drove out of that rest stop. That is a drawback to the open kitchen plan of the Waffle House in general. Oh, wow. You know what I mean? They were like, let's save on we walls. Just, no need for walls in between us no. and the customer. No need for walls. We'll just cook the food and turn around and give it to you. We do not Amber, need a swinging door. Amber, I call that transparency. Is what I call that. That's it means tra- that Richard Lloyd can engage kitchen. somebody who's <laughs> yes. like trying to make cheesy fries in a you know rather long debate. I did that once at a Hooters and I I thought, you know, I'm going to sit down and I'm going to, and you know, me, the whitest kid, you know, from Ohio, you know, uh, at 16, 18 years old, uh, talking to a Hooters employee about like, why are you doing this? What's going on? 
And Did it was just the say, worst. Really say, why are you doing I didn't say it yeah, but you were the words, only, but I was just like, you were hey, the what? only one that week who wasn't from a church group who was doing yeah. it. Uh, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Hooters the, gives good benefits. Like they? the girls that work at Hooters get college scholarships. Oh, yeah, they're cool. really smart. The girls that work there, they make a lot of money. Yeah. They get a, they get a scholarship. They get it done. Yeah, she was uh, big respect. She was very. She was on her way. She was about to fly high out of there and go to you know college and do all this. Stuff. She had she had plans, so I'm sure she did just good fine. for her. Yeah. Sure, it's more of a springboard, you know, than a long term. Yeah, some. there's some kind of like thing in the air. I never liked it where people think, oh, because somebody's attractive, they've got to be stupid. I'm like, no, they can also be very smart. Like beauty pageant it's, girls, they're very smart. Mm-hmm. I mean, I couldn't like stand. I could not stand on the middle of a stage and someone just asked me a pop question like, "What do you think would help the world?" I'd be like, "Uh, free pussy." Mm-hmm. Like I wouldn't know. <laughs> And they they just like break it down, you know, and they they're very calm. I I don't. It hasn't been tried yet, though. So. <laughs> uh, um. Yeah. Anywho, um, we've gotten. Well, there is no track, so we haven't gotten off track. So I guess that's that's a plus. But no, there's never any yeah, tracks. We, this is. I was trying to think about. I was trying to think about in that uh, that Val Kilmer movie with a. Uh, 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 What's her name? So very, very smart woman. I can't remember who it is now. I spy. You know, forget it. You talk about. You talk about I spy. No, it's Elizabeth Shue's character. She's very smart, and everyone's like, "Look, oh, she's such a nerd, and she might be stupid." And like, no, she takes her glasses off, then she's hot, and that's also upsetting too. Just throw that on the pile. Do you think sexy? Do you think Just sexy librarian is a dangerous uh, trope? It's like, uh, it's. You think it's warping America? Yeah, I don't think that's the right thing to say. Librarians can be sexy without being librarians. Then maybe that's their second job. Wait, or maybe librarians should pay well enough. Maybe we should fully fund our schools and libraries so it pays well enough that she doesn't have to take a second job, like an OnlyFans, and then we Look, the kids find out about the OnlyFans, and then they tell only- everybody. And then she gets fired from her job because everybody found out about that one. And I always hated that too when they fire somebody. I was like, oh, this person need like wants to do this for a second income, and you just made it worse for them. Okay, great. Good job. Or maybe they even like it. And who cares? Like, if this is their private time behind a paywall, like, that means somebody had to pay to get their nudes and then was like, I don't like this after I've paid for it. Like, it's behind a paywall, so it's not out in public. Yeah. I don't know. I hate it. She's got a point. Yeah. The, um, I don't know why this popped into my head, but I had ordered. This has nothing to do with that. I ordered a porno bloopers tape once because <laughs> I wanted to see porn bloopers. And it never showed up. But uh, I don't know what that has oh, to do with that's it. That's the yeah, that's where I was Danny, going yeah, to. What's with the non sequitur count now? Is that two? <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, it says it's two yes, nuts. Two yes. very interesting non sequiturs. Well. And it, never, and it never came, I think, was the blooper. Oh, yeah. I guess. I guess. I guess that was I the. Like, I, it's, but I was I like so that. like psyched. Because it was like a new comedy. You know, it was like. I was a fan of comedy. So it was like, hey, this is going to be hilarious. I want to see like the camera guy get get a little you know a little jizz on him or something you know whatever whatever it was you know you can just okay, watch gay finish, porn I'm jeremy finish, right i'm gonna finish i'm gonna finish and then she doesn't finish jeremy, yeah. you could just you like, could just oh, watch you, that's the blooper yeah yeah but yeah it's weird and it was i per- except except it was with mail delivery of the item itself he's been edging on the u.s postal service well, for about I, yeah, I six blame, years uh the usps for losing that vhs tape um Sure, so, you never, never to get he that. Or maybe has, my mom or something a, intercepted it. I don't know. Yeah, I think someone yeah. might have intercepted it. Yeah. 
Jeremy has the tracking number tattooed on his leg. <laughs> Just in case we ever meet up I got to figure out what that was. I want to remember what you look yeah. like. It's a whole nother world. Uh, anyway, porno bloopers aside, Amber, uh, it has been so much fun just to hang and talk. And we uh, just... The LPN you family us, is just fully like represented. A, an open way. You give us such an open way to just be vulnerable and honest. Like we talked about crying. crying. Like, what the fuck? What the fuck just happened on this podcast? <laughs> <laughs> what, what did you do to us? You men never talk about crying and getting in touch with your emotions all the time. We do. Uh, you do. In of course, you do. We do. Yeah. I, I do. The other two don't. Ever. No, we do. We do. It's just, we do it in our own way. But there's so this much ball busting to do. A, it's hard to, if, yeah, to work in the... If you think Danny and Jeremy share too much, <laughs> let us know at 347-470-8150. If you think Mike shares just if enough, let us know at 347-470-8150. I am not crowdsourcing my mental health uh, Give him a tag I'm at Michael C. Rona on Instagram. Yeah. Um, anywho, but yeah, uh, I know we talked about some of the, some of the, your goodies, but if you have any plugs, I, now's the perfect time. Um, I have a Patreon, Amber Smelson for Patreon. Awesome. Um, I put my cooking videos out there first. I like feedback from my people, you know, just give me all the feedback you like. And it's also just a way to support, um, my art, you know, just to support, I, I do a, um, show every Friday on Twitch, Amber Smelson. So Follow me on that. And I just um, drink on my porch and I um, write jokes. It's a good life. Yeah. Uh, por- uh, porch. I'm hearing porch. Yeah, I have a porch. It's good. That's nice. <sighs> That's yeah. jealous. Yeah. Shout out to porches. Yeah. <laughs> well, uh, we are a part of the Last Podcast Network. Check them out. Lastpodcastnetwork.com. Mm-hmm. We also have a Patreon. Patreon.com slash uh, Danny and Mike with the end spelled out. If you, it's a very important time right now for artists. Uh, there are a lot of people struggling. So as uh, Amber just said, uh, support people on Patreon. It's a really good platform to help uh, get, uh, especially touring comedians, musicians, to get through this. So give give those a look. Um, you can find Daniel at D Tamborelli on the Twitters at Danny Tamborelli. Should give him a look on the Insta's. Give him a look. You can find Michael at Michael C Marona. On the Twits, uh, I am at Remy Balin. I have a podcast called Going Dork. Check that out. Uh, we talk about UFO, UFOs tomorrow, so big fun episode. Um, what else do we? What else do I have to say? I, I think that's it. This is usually usually where we have our come see us live. Uh, Dan, your lighting has gone to evil. I regret yeah, to inform you. I'm so sorry. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Diabolical. <laughs> uh, Thanks, Amber. Yeah, thank you yeah, so much, Amber. Me. Hell yeah! What a fun time, and uh, come back, and we'll uh, we'll further explore our emotions and uh, cry. Maybe we'll yeah. cry on camera for you. I don't know. We we, we could. Tr- I'd love uh, to see that. We could try. Okay. I'll cry with you. Okay, great. Yes. Thank you so much. Enjoy your broth. <laughs> the Adventures of Danny and Mike stars Danny Tamborelli and Michael C. Maruna. The show is produced by me, Jeremy Baylor. This podcast is part of the Last Podcast Network, which can be found at lastpodcastnetwork.com. Make sure to check that out for a ton of great shows. For more information on the guys, visit our website at dannyandmike.com. Also look us up on Twitter at Danny and Mike with the N spelled out. And on Facebook at facebook.com slash the adventures of Danny and Mike. Thanks for listening. This show is made possible by listeners like you. Thanks to our ad sponsors. You can support our shows by supporting them. For more shows like the one you just listened to, go to lastpodcastnetwork.com.